So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. God bless you and welcome today. We're so thankful that you are here with us, that you have taken the time. Your life counts. You are so valuable to the kingdom of God, the work of God in this generation at this day and time in history. And Terry and I are here to just talk to you about your value, your partnership, your life, <laughs> everything that has to do with what God wants to do in the earth. It's you. <laughs> and we are just honored to be able to share this time with you. It means so much to us to be able to give what we feel like will help you, encourage you, strengthen, comfort. And even as Paul said, Terry, you know, it's an odd word. He said, provoke you to sure. more love and more good works. We want to provoke you. <laughs> and he, and another way to that is, is uh, you know, encourage, stimulate, cheerlead for you to tell you that you're going to make it. You're not going to fail. You're going to win. You're going to overcome. You're going to be the champion in this day and time that we live in. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God, the people of God. What a glorious, glorious heritage you have in the kingdom of God. So we're here to talk to you about that today and uh, share with you some of these good things that we know from God's word that's going to make a difference in your life. Amen. You know, Renee, we're sitting here in Virginia today, and we've been ministering in Virginia for a few weeks. What a beautiful state. And uh, uh, we, we've Thank been talking uh, just among ourselves yes. uh, lately about how much we appreciate our partners and how much how valuable partnership is. And, and you right. know, every year uh, at the end Hallelujah. of the year and the first of the year, uh, I write in my partner letter. And then we, we right. also do on the podcast or on the on the channel here. Uh, I talk about the 12 checks that God gives us every, every year. That's right. At the, at, at, in January of every year, God issues to us Christians a checkbook. That's right. And it has 12 checks in it. That's and right. they're labeled January, February, March, all the way through December. That's right. And, uh, and then at the end of the year, we can go back and say, how did we spend those checks? How, how did I spend January? That's right. Was God pleased with what I did January? How did That's I spend right. February? How did I spend March? How, 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 how did heaven feel about how I handled April? And here we are in November, close to Thanksgiving. Yes. And uh, we're, we, we have spent 10 twelfths. Ten and a half twelfths now of this year of 2022, right. and so we've got a month and a half left. We've got to the rest of November, which is the 11th check, and then we've got December, which is the 12th check, and then here we are in 2023, wow. and God gives us another checkbook and says, uh, you know, it's up to us to do better or keep it the same or or, right. or do worse. <laughs> you know, I remember my, you know, one of my missionary heroes. He's been in heaven a long, long time now but was a pastor up in Toronto, Canada named right. Oswald J. Smith. And, uh, and, and I quote a lot from him, and, and most people that do missions do quote from him. Uh, 
uh, so many one-liners and things that yes. he said over the years. Oh, but, my, the but he also said this about, about giving to missions and about whether you give the same as you did last year or you give less right. than you did last year, you give more than you did last year. And and I've preached that in a number of churches uh, around the nation, and several of them have got excited about it and actually taken it from me and, and duplicated it and even put it on their uh, oh. overhead screen every time they right. take an offering, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday right. night, whatever. Right. They'll show that because he, he basically said this. He said, if I, if I, give, if I give less to missions this year right. than I did last year, then I favor a reduction of missionary forces. In other words, I'm I'm casting a vote to bring missionaries home. Tell them, right. uh, don't go preach. Yeah. And he said, if I give uh, the uh, the same as I have given before, he said, then my songs hold the fort. And he said, I'm I'm saying I don't favor any advance in Christianity. Right. I don't favor any advance in missionary endeavors. I just say, hold That's the fort. Exactly Stay where right. you are. Don't gain any more land. Uh, exactly don't lose right. any land. Just hold where you are, <laughs> knowing full well that God never does that. The God's right. song has never been hold the fort. He, he wants his soldiers to go. He never wants them to hold That's up right. in the fort. Advance. And then he said, you know, if I give if I give more, than I have before. Right. He said, then I, then I favor a, a, an advanced movement for the cause of Christ and, right. and for missions. Taking new ground. And so, you know, it's the same way with us. We need to look at those checks and say, how, how have we spent it? How right. have we done better than last year? Have we done less than last year? We are here in the year 2022, the year of our Lord 2022, to do great and mighty things for the kingdom of God, to focus on helping children around the world. Last year, we did 42 nations in 20, 20, 42 different orphanages in 26 different nations, and we are just delighted to do that all the time. Besides all year long, we're helping widows and, and homes of people that are in need around the world. You can give through Terry Mize Ministries through terrymize.com. We just look forward to hearing from you. It's going to be a great time. We're going to do great things and we're going to do it together. God bless you. We pray all of God's abundant blessings on you coming in and going out. Bye-bye. You and I just came out of a great missions conference yes. uh, in Eaton, Ohio, with our dear friend, Pastor Ken Harbaum and his beautiful wife, Angel. That's and right. such uh, that missions place. conference is such a wonderful time. We look forward to it every year, <laughs> every year, every it's year. It's just glorious. And I told the missionaries that were there, I said, now, oh, don't my. make God your source. Don't don't look to America as your source. Don't look to people as your source. Don't look to churches as your source. You That's know, right. Renee and I thank God for our partners. We love our partners. We pray yes, for them every day. Hallelujah. But they're not our source. We don't look to Not them. Just, we don't think, oh my God, if our partners don't give, we'll die. No, God's still, <laughs> God's our source. God, we appreciate our partners, but God's that's our right. source. That's and right. so I told those missionaries, I said, God's your source. You need to realize that God is your, right. your source. And I said, you know, uh, I said, I don't, I don't look to meetings to get my money. And I said, this very meeting we're in right now, this missions conference, I said, every, every year when I get an invitation to come speak, I said, I never think, oh, goody, goody, I'm going to get lots of money. I know it's going to cost me. <laughs> uh, even even though Pastor Harbaugh gives a, a nice offering for preaching for him, yeah. when we leave there, we have given to missions so much more than that offering. In fact, we just left that conference a few weeks ago, yes. and uh, we gave Thank over. God. We Praise committed and gave awesome. over twenty thousand oh dollars uh, out of our ministry to various missionaries there and missions missions projects. So. Uh, you know, we, we always want to be givers. We always want to be partners. We always want to be advanced in the kingdom. And so we were able to invest in airplanes and invest in 
uh, vehicles and invest in, uh, you know, we, we dug some water wells and they're committed to buy the dig water wells. And, and, uh, one, uh, uh, one orphanage in Pakistan, the kids are drinking dirty water and we found out about it. And so we, we gave $2,800 to put a water filtration system there right. so they could drink clean water. So we're, right. we're always looking to give. Living to give is our thing. Right. And uh, living to give is, should be every Christian's thing. God so loved the world well. that he gave. And so we need to, uh, to, to be excited about partnership and we need to be excited and very aware every year of these 12 checks and see how are we spending, uh, what we have? How, right. what are we doing with what we have? God always says, what is it you have? You know, Moses said, Oh my God, here's the Red Sea and we're all going to die. Here's Pharaoh's coming. And God said, What's in your hand? <laughs> well, my staff's in my hand. Well, hold it right, out. Right. And he held it out and God opened the Red Sea and they yeah. went over on dry ground and then they killed uh, Pharaoh and his army was killed in the Red Sea. So, uh, it's always, What's in your hand? What's in your hand? What have you got? And, uh, it's like the, it's like the widow, uh, uh, that, um, um, you know, only thought she had enough meal and oil to make, uh, a That's cake right. for herself and a cake for her son. They were going to die. The Bible says That's there right. in, uh, in first Kings 17 that she, uh, uh, there was a famine in the land and this, this, and people had left to go to other lands to get something to eat. And here this widow woman, uh, wasn't going to leave. She just said, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to get two sticks. That's all I need. I don't need a whole cord. I don't need a whole handful of firewood. I just need two sticks and I'm going to make a fire. Uh, and I'm going to make my son a cake. There's enough meal and oil to make my son a cake mm. and enough meal and oil to make me a cake. And she said, we're going to eat it and die. That was that was her future. That was her. Yeah. That was her. That's all, that's as far as she could see. I mean, once we eat this, we're going to die. We're going to die. Bye. And uh, when she went outside to get the two sticks, she ran into Elijah, the prophet. And he said, lady, would you get me a, a drink of water from the well? She said, well, certainly I would. And so she gave him a drink. And then after she gave him a drink, he said, well, lady, would you bake me a cake? And she said, oh, sir, I can't do that. She said, I've only got enough oil and enough meal to make me a cake, my son a cake. And uh, I came out here to get two sticks of wood to make a fire. And uh, I'm going to go back and make a fire and cook those two cakes. And my, me and my boy are going to eat it. And then we're going to die. And he said something that th the world would think is really mean. The news media would think is really mean. ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox yeah. or whatever. Uh, he said, lady. Make me a cake first. Yeah. Make me a cake first. Can you imagine? Mean old prophet says, make me a cake first. The widow woman. Going to take her last food. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. He wasn't taking something from her. He was adding something to her. You always and, need but, somebody. But just a second. Then he made this statement. He said, make me a cake first and after. Right. See, now there's an after. You go read it there in First, in, in first Kings 17. He said, you make me a cake first and after. Now, a while ago, there wasn't going to be an after. A while ago, she and her son was going to die. That, was, that right. was it. But now he says there's going to be an after. That's right. And lo and behold, she did it. And she God went in there and her. made him a cake yeah. and brought it to him. <laughs> and uh, then she she had enough yes, oil left to make her God. son a cake. And then there's enough oil to make her a cake. Yeah. And the Bible says he just moved in with them. Now, the King James says that she moved in. Uh, he moved in with them for a season. But if you look in the margin, it says for a whole year. Right. Now, if he if he lived with her for a year... And she made him a cake first in the morning and then her son a cake and herself a cake. And then the prophet a cake first at lunch and her son a cake and herself a cake. And then the prophet a cake first at dinner time. Right. And then her son a cake and her. That's nine cakes a day. <laughs> that's right. For 365 days. That's right. That's 3,285 cakes. 
And she thought she only had enough for two and they were going to die. But now God's given her life to her right. because she partnered with that prophet of God. Now, yes. go, ahead, go ahead. I want to finish that thought. Well, my my comment was probably going to be about twofold here is the fact that you need to be around people of faith. Uh, that Elijah was sent to that woman. Yeah. And God had a plan for her. There was something in her that that got God's attention. Absolutely. That he knew, like the Virgin Mary, yes. she would respond mm -hmm. in obedience right. and faith. Well, the Lord said to Elijah, that I have commanded I a have widow commanded woman to sustain widow. you, to feed you. You know, I don't know what that looks like in the spirit, but I pray God has commanded me on things somewhere to do something, to help somebody, to partner with the man of God, the people of God, the woman of God, a pastor, an evangelist, that, that God has commanded me to bless. Yes. And you need to be around people that'll pull you up higher, that'll ask more of you, yes. not abuse you, not disrespect you or dishonor you. Mm -hmm. uh, in, in any way, take advantage of, of yes, you. Right. You don't want, we're not talking about that. We're talking about it on the faith side, mm -hmm. that you have somebody that'll come up to you and say, give, give into this ministry, bless us, uh, help us get done what we need to get done. And uh, if you'll give to us, God will you know, bless you. That's always the, that's always that's the reciprocal. That's got to be from the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I, I've seen preachers use that in in an abusive and, and right. manipulative, manipulative, conning way. Right. Like, hey, if you'll give me money, you'll never, uh, I know a preacher one time, he'd walk up to people and say, if you'll give me money for my airplane, you'll never have to buy another airplane ticket again. Well, he was just a crook, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and, he, he was just, and a liar, yeah. and he was just yeah. manipulating people. Right. Uh, and, and then I've seen others do sim similar things as that, and, and that's not what that's not what we're talking about. No, we're, we're talking, talking about Holy about Ghost yeah, directed, a, a Holy godly, Ghost ordered. A godly, sacred uh, interaction mm -hmm. between a man of faith and a child of God that'll be honest, open and obedient to that. And she her heart was so right mm -hmm. that she just said, OK, right. you know, she was willing to risk her life and her child's life to feed the man of God. And in, or, and, and in that she did that, there had to be on the inside of her, Terry, a sense of hospitality, sure. a sense of, of I'll, ha I'll take, it goes along with your living to give, you know, sermon of what's mine, uh, I'm willing to share with you, yes. you know, and give. There had to be a level of, I think what Jesus talked about in the fruit of the spirit and things like that, uh, that, that, that fruit of goodness in there that that woman uh, had a heart to serve, had yes, a heart to give, yes, yes. and so God, she, God could work with her, and that's the that's the, one of the most marvelous things that I see there is being around people that have goodness and kindness, hospitality. They see things from a larger perspective. When you're around people that are opulent givers, they may not be wealthy in the sense of the world standard, but they always have in their heart to do something that's bountiful, sure. to do something that improves the lifestyle of other people. And when you're around people like that, God will provide for you. God, will, oh, God it broadens the playing field from which God can pick from to help you. And so you're not isolated over here and, you know, us four and no more. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you are over here in a much broader, like a giant 
you know, football field. Uh, I, I'd rather have uh, opportunity for God to work from the goalpost to the goalpost to help me yes. than to just work for over here in my little mealy-minded little pinhead size of a life. Uh, out of eight billion people, God's looking for somebody to help Him, and my life stands out. It's got a beacon on it somewhere, oh, you know, that I'm able to do that. And so when you look at that, God was able to partner with her. Mm -hmm. Send the man of God to her to partner with her. Mm -hmm. And when everybody else was experiencing famine and lack, she, had, like you said, she and her child ate three meals a day sure. with the prophet of God for a solid year. You know, that's supernatural multiplication. I mean, every yes. day. Every it's, day when that widow woman gave that prophet a cake that first so for breakfast, for lunch, yeah. for dinner, then that caused <laughs> supernatural multiplication. Then she had enough for herself. She had enough for her son. Yeah. But, you know, uh, you know, I've said so many times that the church uh, is so hooked into Hollywood right. that we want everything to be sensational or special effects. We want everything right. to be uh, yeah. spectacular. spectacular. So, so when we and God's neither one of those. He's not no. spectacular. He's not sensational. He's he's miraculous. miraculous. And what he wants us to be in our life is to be miraculous. Right. And so uh, when the church thinks about that testimony and many yes. others in the Bible, they, they want to sensationalize it and make right. it special effects. So in their head, they see that oil barrel and that meal barrel just, just vibrating and shaking <laughs> and then, then then just exploding meal yeah. and oil all over right. her house. Right. Well, that didn't happen. No. Every day it had to be a faith thing. I just imagine her pouring that, pouring out and she'd go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What is this? Yeah, there's still What's... just a little bit left. And it's still, and then and then she'd come back at lunch. Because it was in faith. And she'd pour again. The act of her faith, like you're saying, absolutely pouring yeah. and reaching into that that wherever her her grain was, sure. and reaching in there and going, I'll and do it have again. To give to the prophet I'll first do every it again. time. And yes, she had. Because the principle is always you give to God first. You Old give... Roberts taught me that. Yeah. Did so you give to God first? Yeah. You realize God's your source, number one. Number That's two, it. you give first. Give to God and first. And number three, you expect a miracle from unexpected from sources. unexpected or sources. Or said no farmer goes out to a field and yeah. says to the field, give me a harvest when he's never planted. Right. You always have right. to plant first. You always have to give first. That's Now, so Renee, just think right. about this. If that had happened the way the church wishes it had, right. if it had just squirted meal and oil all over her house, <laughs> then the neighbors would have killed them for it. No, that's right. People were starving to death. That's if right. they thought she had food over there, if they thought oh, she had the truth. meal and oil over there, they'd come over there and kill her and the son and the Isn't that prophet. the truth? Uh, she had to every day in faith. In faith. Expect a miracle. Well, and that's that's management. He said he that's lived with her for a whole year. Right. Absolutely. So it was a supernatural manifestation, supernatural multiplication every day. I just, so here I just we are in November, so we need to look back and see how, over that. how have we spent November? Has it been a supernatural thing? How right. did we spend uh, September? How did we spend October? How did we spend last June? How, did, we, did we do something to cause heaven to get involved? Right, because right. see, Christians, Christians have uh, signs and we have wonders, and that's all the Christian thinks about right. that's supernatural that makes us right. different from the world. But there's something else that makes us different from the world. We give our money away. Yes, we do. Just like you and I just left that meeting where we gave twenty thousand yes. dollars away. Hilariously. You know, we committed twenty thousand dollars to missionaries. Proudly. Uh, and and, <laughs> and cheerful to do it. Hilarious to it. God's unwilling yeah. to do without a the, cheerful giver. The love, Hilarious. The joy giver. of giving. And so so every day when she in faith 
Yes. In faith, in the face of yeah. lack, right. in the face of not enough, in the face of this can't be, right. she in faith had to make that profit a cake. Isn't that amazing? And then I there just, was enough for her son you know, and herself. I, for some reason today, while you're talking about all this, I'm just seeing them, you know, in real life. You know, we have to bring it down to where we all sure. are every day to apply the Word of God. Sure. How does this fit into my generation? Exactly. How can I obey God and make this work for me? And, and it, I just see her setting the table. She makes absolutely. the cake, cooks it. Elijah gets the plate first. Yeah, of course. You know, she she pours the the water. And it sounds mean you know, if you're looking from the world standpoint. Yeah. Can you imagine the news media reporting on that whole? Even that he moved in with her for a year. Scandal in the right. church. Yeah. You know, preacher moves in with widow woman. <laughs> you know, but but this yeah. was a supernatural thing, a godly thing, right. a Christian thing. Yeah. It wasn't. It, it wasn't a worldly thing. Yeah. You know, and, and so it, God does things that the world doesn't understand. Yeah. And I just wonder, you know, how how she told other people about it, if she told other people about it or if she or people say, well, who's that guy around yeah. you hanging around your house yeah. or how are you feeding him and your and your child? Right. You know, right. and her little boy, you know, saying, you know, are we going to eat again? Mm -hmm. You know. Is he going to stay with us? You know, mm -hmm. I mean, all the things that sure. that parents would say and children would say in a family, and they got to be friends. They got to eat together. They got she got to, the benefit of his. Can you imagine? Can you imagine and to have the notice, prophet of God at your table three times a day? And even notice this: she she didn't just give to his ministry. Oh my! She didn't give for some project he was doing, no, no. some church he was building. <laughs> she gave to his personal sustainability, his personal yeah. life. Yeah. She fed the man. Yes. You know, so you know, it's a cup you know. of cold water. You will not lose your reward. No, that's right. A cup of cold water to a prophet. And, and you know, you and I give to people, to ministries. We, we give personal money. Right. And we yes. give ministry money. Ministry money. And I learned that from a lot of the black churches I preach in. You know, yeah. I, I have just been astounded over the years. God's always given me favor with everybody. And, and I preach in a lot of churches that are they're black churches. Right. And uh, I, I'm amazed at the black churches as opposed to all the other churches, they'll give two ways. They'll right. give personally right. and they'll give ministry. Right. And, and most churches just give out of the church, right. which is a normal thing to do. But I watch the black churches, they'll they'll give personal money right. and they'll give ministry money. Right. I remember, you know, uh, uh, Fred Price and Betty right. uh, in, in California, Crenshaw Christian Center, the Faith Dome. Fred went to heaven this last year. But uh, I, I, I remember when they first started supporting me, they would send me money from the church. From, mm. I'd get a check, a nice check every month from Crenshaw Christian Center. Right. But I'd also get a personal check from Fred, Fred and Betty. Betty. Yeah. You know, and then when Fred passed away, I still get a personal right. check from Betty. Every, so every from Betty Price, she's such a woman of God. Every month, I every get a check month. from that from that who now a widow woman, right? <laughs> you know, but I've I've seen that so much among the black churches that they'll give ministry money, right. and then they'll give their own personal money. And yeah. so I started doing that, you know, years ago. Right. You, you and I right. give ministry money out of our ministry, yeah, and then we give ministry we give money out of JMICF, our, our foundation for for right. humanitarian aid, right. and then we give our personal money. Right. And and Hollywood doesn't do that. No. Washington doesn't do that. The Christians give their money away. That's a supernatural <laughs> act. It's a witness to the world, because we partner with people. 
Yeah. And partnership is something God invented. And we're, we're out of time. We'll have to pick this up and talk about uh, the 12 checks and talk right. about partnership again. Well, I was just going to leave you the, with this one thought here that when you're talking about you've got those 12 checks, it requires reflection, consideration. It takes time to think about what God wants you to do. And so we want to help you through that process and show you the great value in that for your life and for the kingdom of God as well. So everything is deliberate and done on purpose. And so, you know, once again, we're just here trying to help you understand more and more all the time what Paul said in in, uh, Romans chapter 8, that you are more More than than conquerors. conquerors. Bye-bye, y'all. We'll see you next time. Everybody, Renee and I just want to remind you that the greatest miracle of all time and the only eternal miracle is salvation. You know, Christians say sometimes, hey, if you get saved, you live forever. Well, I've got news for you. You're going to live forever anyway, somewhere, either in hell without God for eternity or in heaven with God for eternity. So uh, we don't want to leave without giving you an opportunity to, to give your life to Jesus, to accept him as your personal savior. The Bible says that we'll confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that God raised Jesus from the dead and called Jesus our Lord, ask forgiveness for our sins, we will be saved. It even says if you'll call on the name of the Lord, you'll be saved. So uh, let's just do that right now. Pray this prayer after me. Father God, I come before you today to accept Jesus. I believe in my heart Jesus is the Son of God. I call on you today according to your word. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Wash me in your blood. Make me a new creature. Thank you, Lord, for saving me, and I'll serve you the rest of my days in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, the Bible says you're saved. You're born again. So write us, let us know, tell somebody that you prayed with Terry and Renee and that you gave your heart to Jesus. We love you. God bless you. I said, God, if he pulls the trigger, my job is to believe your word and your job is to do something about the bullet. You know, it's 1968. I'm 18 years old in the jungles of Panama on my very first missionary trip, living with an Indian tribe that didn't wear clothes. And we lived wildcat style, no catch, no eat. If I shot a monkey, we ate monkey. If I shot a pig, we ate pig. Didn't didn't shoot anything, didn't eat anything. And I learned a powerful lesson watching these, the the Indian tribe catch monkeys alive. And when they wanted to eat them, we just just shot them and killed them. But uh, when they wanted to go sell them or take them in alive, they would put a, 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 like a, a, a five gallon water jug out in the jungle that they'd brought in from the city. And uh, they'd put bananas in the bottom of it and they'd put them in a local spot where they knew the monkeys were gonna hang out. And then sure enough, here would come monkeys after a while and they'd uh, reach their hand down there and they'd grab a banana. And uh, because they wouldn't let go of it, because they kept the banana in their fist, they couldn't get their hand out of the jar. And so they'd hear us coming, they'd hear the, the tribe wow. coming, they'd smell us coming, they'd hear us coming, they'd start screaming and yelling and hollering and throwing a fit and jumping all over the place, knocking the jug down, dragging it with them. But they'd never opened their hand to get loose and gain their freedom. And I learned something about partnership and about giving from that is that uh, you can't receive from God with That's an open, right. with an with a closed fist or a closed heart. That's right. But if you live with an open fist and an open heart, That's you'll right. always be able to be a giver and a receiver. And I've lived by that, Renee, for yes, 53 years That's that I refuse right. to keep a closed fist. I'm gonna let that 
I'm going to open my fist, open my heart, be a blessing partner with. I've partnered with people with ministries all my life, and will continue to do so. That's right. We love you. God bless you. There's a link Thank on the you. bottom if you want to get a hold of us. Partner with us, uh, TerryMize.com, or click on the link. We love you. God bless you. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth. with the Holy, Holy Ghost, Ghost. And power, who <laughs> yes. went about doing good, good not bad, not bad. good, right. and healing right. all. They devil the longest word in the Bible. All healing all yes. that were oppressed of, the, of devil. the devil. That tells us God's good, Jesus is good, the Holy Ghost, Ghost is good, is and the devil's bad. <laughs> the devil's the oppressor. And yeah. that, that answered a lot of questions. No, it does. They told us in church that sometimes God and the devil switch places. Yeah, the devil they work did the together. good stuff and God did the yeah. bad stuff. Yeah. And that's just not true. Never. Jesus went about doing good.